Ladies and gentlemen, we now present George Edwards in Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. What? Not let me eat a pasty that I've paid a guinea for? You've got some other reason for this. You're trying to get back on Sam for something. Sparza, what's come over you? I don't know, Mother, but I don't like this man. It was you who brought him to the house. Yes, but it were almost dark outside. And how could I see what he was like with him all wrapped up in a scarf half over his face? What are you talking about? Anyone to think the gentleman was someone we wouldn't care to ask inside. You didn't like him either till you see the guinea that he has in his purse. Shame on you, Mother. Is that the way you judge a man? And shame on ye that you talk to your own mother such a way. Sit you down, sir, beside the fire, and I'll be making you some tea. Farsa, you can go and tell young Sam to come some other time if it's a pasty he's looking for. What's this? Is it my name I can hear, Mrs. Cole? I... What's that fellow doing here? <laughs> Eating your pasty, as you can see. Sam, come outside with me. I want to talk to you, Sam. Yes, go along with her, young man. Your pasty's gone, I'm afraid. I bought it for a guinea. <laughs> what? Now, Sam Trelawney, don't you go making scenes in this house. I'll not have it, you understand? Please, Sam, please. <sighs> oh, all right then. But it sticks in me throat to go taking dirt from him. <laughs> I hope I won't cause you any serious trouble between your daughter and her admirer, Mrs. Cole. It won't be troubling me too much if he never darkens the door again. Don't you like him? Oh, he's well enough. But she's thrown herself away on him, and that's the truth of it. In what way? She could do better for herself than Sam, if she'd a mind to. So she has more than one admirer, then? Oh. My first is the prettiest girl for 30 miles around. She could take her pick. Even Josiah Wallace would wed with her. And him with the finest farm in the district and three houses and a ship in Bodmin. Quite a match. That fair makes me mad to think of that young Sam standing in a way, and that's the truth of it. So you wouldn't be sorry if he was removed? Oh, I don't wish him any harm. But I don't want to see my girl wet to a poor man the same as I was. Well, we'll have to see what we can do. We'll have to see. I'm not saying that the widow Cole weren't a lot to blame for what happened. Fair daft she must have been to be took in by a scoundrel like Hyde. But uh, was she taken in? Aye, there you be right. She were dazzled by his guineas, if you be asking me. And the good Lord knows he had a power of money in his purse. Cooper, Cooper, oh. where's your shooter? You're in South Sister, that's in half the night. What's that gentleman be? Oh, hold your noise, woman. The doctor wants to hear all about young Sam and that feller Hyde. <laughs> Don't you, sir? Yes, yes. Let me hear it all. Well, as I was saying, the widow Cole were fair dazzled by his guineas. <laughs> Brazen it were, and at her age, too. You could have knocked me down with a feather when he moved his traps out of this here inn and went off to live with them. I did, too. You know, 
He went off from the inn on a their invitation. And uh, how did the rest of the village take it? Oh, it were open scandal, so it were. When she began to wear them flash clothes, bought, if you please, at Josiah Wallace's store in Bodman, where well, things reached a pretty pass. Uh, the poor lass Thurzer could scarce hold up her head. And why not? Isn't it time I had something decent to wear instead of the old rags I've had to put up with all my life? But, Mother, what'll folks be saying? Uh, they'll be saying that fine feathers make fine birds, no doubt. Well, let them, as long as the feathers be on my hat. Oh, you can't. Mother, what's come over you? How can you do such things? What things? Take presents from Mr. Hyde. Don't you know what folks be saying? Let them. I've wanted nice things all my life and never had a chance of getting them. Do you think I'm going to pass them by now because of a lot of wagon tools? Put on your bonnet and let's be getting off. Parson don't like it if folks comes late. I'll not be going with you. What's that? You heard. Put on your things this minute. Or do I have to fetch you a slap across the ear to remind you I'm your mother? It'd take more than that to make me know that the woman's standing up for me now dressed in them clothes that she got in such a way as any mother of mine. Take that for your fuss. It's no use blubbering like that. I'll have no child of mine give me a lip while she's living in my house. Very well, then. I'll go. You'll what? Either that man Hyde goes or I do. And who are you, miss, for such a self-up in judgment of your mother? Would you be asking me to condone the things I know are going on? Do you think I'm blind and deaf? I'll be asking you to mind your own business. What my mother does and what folks say about her is my business. And if I can do what to bring it to your senses, I'll do it. You'd be a deal better advised to come to your senses yourself. Look at the fine length the silky brought you home two days ago. And what did you do with it? Put it in the fire. The same as I'd burn any other of the devil's things he brings into the house. That man's a fiend. There's not been aught of happiness or peace or good about the place ever since the first minute he set foot here. Didn't he and Sam get into holes right away on account of the way he beat the poor dog? And what's that got to do with you and me? Has he ever said a word that's out of place or been anything except a perfect gentleman the whole time he's been stopping here with me? And have we done anything but quarrel and have ill feeling between us? Us has lived peaceable all these years. And will Sam come about the place when there's any danger of coming face to face with him? Hmm. Maybe in time to come, you'll be grateful to him for that. If you think you'll get me to marry Josiah Wallace that way... Is that the reason that you had him here to stay? Because you knew it had caused trouble between me and Sam. I had him here because he offered to pay me good money for the room. And I was sick of sweating and slaving on the farm for every penny I got. And right glad I was of the chance of getting some easy. <laughs> what a pleasant domestic scene. <laughs> Mother and daughter exchanging a few home truths. <laughs> you devil, you devil. Do you see what you've done? See something, but perhaps you could reveal some hidden meanings to this pretty scene. Look at her. Is she the same woman that you saw when you first came here? Not exactly. But I can't say that the change isn't for the better. Can't you? Do you think she's better in them clothes and that hat and her face all painted and powdered? Oh, how can you? How can you? Why did you want to come and bring such sorrow onto us? A 
can you want? We're making a fool out of her. I have my own peculiar methods of enjoyment. I haven't never hated anyone in all my life before. But I hate you so much that I could take this knife and stick it into that black heart of yours. So cruel as heavens above, I could. <laughs> Stop it! Stop it, I say! and beg my pardon and say you're sorry. I won't. I'm not sorry. I wish I'd killed you. I'm very strong. I can break this wrist of yours. I shouldn't like to have to do it, but I will. Oh, let her go. Let her go. Don't do that. Get out of my way, you rattle fool. And now, my pretty little vixen... Will you get down on your knees and do as I say? No. No, I won't. I hate you. That's better. (laughs) Now we're getting to it. Down you go. Both knees. Now, your head on the ground. Right down until it touches my boots. No. Then one twist more and that should be enough. I thought it would be. Now say you're sorry and I'll let you go. I'm I'm sorry. You're a nice, kind gentleman, and I'm grateful for what you've done for Mother and myself. You're a nice, kind gentleman, and I'm grateful for what you've done. Oh, let me go. I can't stand the pain. Sorry, say the rest of it. Come on, say the rest of it for Mother and myself. Mother and myself. <laughs> That's right. Now I'll let you go and you couldn't get up. I'm so... Don't touch me. Don't touch me. You're as bad as him. I never want to see either of you as long as I live. Let her go, let her go. She can't go far. She hasn't either clothes or money. Oh, how could you do it to her? She's right. You are a fiend. Oh, how could I ever have had anything to do with you? Because you're a contemptible, money-grabbing, unscrupulous hag. Where are you going? To pack my things. I've had enough of simple village life. You and your charming, though regrettably straight-laced daughter have begun to bore me. You can't. You can't just go up and leave me like this. What gave you the idea that I'd do anything else? I'll admit it may be a little unpleasant for you. After all, I imagine that your neighbors must have a very fair idea as to the source of your sudden prosperity... But that will pass, along with the prosperity. You... You tried to stab me, would you? Allow me, my dear. Good. I'm glad I didn't have to use the same harsh methods I was forced to adopt about Terza. And now, while I think of it, I believe I'll have that ruby ring off your finger. It belonged to my father. 
can't imagine what made me give it to you. Well, you've got your ring. Now get out of this house at once. As soon as I've got my things with the greatest of pleasure. (laughs) 